You're listening to the RSA Conference podcast, where the world talks security. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this special edition of the RSA Conference podcast. This is Britta Glade, Director of Content and Curation, and I'm joined today by Dr. Hugh Thompson, Program Committee Chair for RSA Conference. Happy Friday, Hugh. Hello, Britta. It's great to be here and excited about RSA Conference coming up in APAC. This is going to be a fantastic one. And this is a special podcast edition where we're talking to some of the folks that are leading seminars on what we think are are two of the most compelling topics that will be at RSA Conference this year. So this is a different kind of podcast for us. Uh, really excited about it because we could dig into some very specific areas. But every year when we look over the program for RSA Conference, we ask, what are the things, what are the elements, what are the topics that people really want to dive into? And so this year in APAC, on the first day of the conference, we're going to do two deep dive seminars on topics that have really risen to the surface. Blockchain being one of them and artificial intelligence being another. So really, really excited to have with us the two leaders of those seminars, uh, Ite and Sorum. Thanks for joining. Really appreciate it. And I'll ask you guys to please introduce yourself to our audience. So, Itai, we'll start with you. Hi, thank you for having me on this uh, podcast. I'm also very excited for this conference. My name is Itai Maor. I'm an executive security advisor with IBM Security and uh, doing a lot of research around uh, cybercrime and different ways that bad guys use different technologies. But, of course, also looking as to how we can understand that and prepare ourselves for the next attack. That's where uh, the topic of my seminar comes into the picture. Okay, fantastic. Looking forward to diving into it. And Sora, could you please introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks for having me as well. Uh, my name is Saurabh Shintre. I am a principal researcher with Semantic Research Labs. And, uh, you know, over the years, I've conducted a lot of fundamental research on the areas of cryptography, machine learning, and so on. And, you know, in the past two, three years, the kind of topic of blockchains and bitcoins and cryptocurrencies has, has kind of exploded. And therefore, I'm really excited to, you know, be leading this seminar and uh, discussing with people who are really experts in this field uh, what they think of what's going on. So really happy to be here. Great. Yeah, thanks so much. Our seminar leads, the role you guys play is, is very important. You work with the program committee. You look at all the various submissions that come in. Uh, you curate really this amazing beginning, middle, end experience for the attendees to, um, to take them through in the day a really focused look at your particular area. So I wanted to start there, actually, um, to give our listeners, and we do have um, linked to the podcast, our direct links to the seminar overview pages, um, where ultimately you'll also see copies of people's presentations and, and all of that good stuff that we always add in for RSA conference presentations. But since we're 
since we're pre-conference right now, can you take us through, and um, Ite, we'll start with you, and then Sarah, um, we'll, we'll roll the question to you. Just overview for me. The seminar you've put together, the, the different engagements, you know, what experience have you put together for your attendees? Great. Um, so my, the seminar uh, that I'm heading, which is the Artificial Intelligence uh, Seminar, the way that I approached it is divided into uh, four different sections. Uh, the, uh, the purpose here is not just to talk about artificial intelligence from the defender side, because as we know, with, with any new technology that's coming out there, it, it looks like this is the silver bullet. This, this will be the solution. And we know that a lot of companies also talk about it like that. Um, and then all of a sudden you start finding holes and problems and the bad guys start to find ways to circumvent the solution. And there's this disillusion phase and then we get into actually how we're actually going to utilize this technology in the real world. So with my seminar, the way that uh, I constructed it is we'll start off by having a session that will kind of bring us all up to the same point of understanding. Just conceptually, what's the difference between machine learning and deep learning and artificial intelligence and augmented intelligence. There's so many buzzwords out there. We, we, we first need to make sense out of it. So we'll start by understanding uh, the basics. And once we, we all are on the same line, we'll start diving into a couple of things that don't have to do with how you use artificial intelligence for defense. In fact, we will look at two different things. We will look at how the bad guys are starting to use artificial intelligence, or not necessarily even bad guys, but how artificial intelligence uh, um, can be used uh, in some of attack me mechanisms and, and, and um, different operations. And the second one will be uh, around how there are different ways already that have been discovered to trick artificial intelligence and little holes that, uh, that, that are there that are not really quite discussed enough at this point. Once we finish that uh, section, we'll, we'll talk about uh, how you use this new technology, super exciting technology, to defend. Uh, when you look at the security operations and response, where, you know, in a very high level, you think about, you know, uh, uh, incident response and threat hunting and threat intelligence and security analytics logs and all of that. And we now are starting to see how artificial intelligence can actually be the the point that connects all of that, takes all that amount of information and makes sense out of it. Um, and so how it can be used, not of course to replace security practitioners, but to actually help their job, help them do their job much better and uh, faster. And we'll also dive, dive into a demo at that point. Excellent. So Sarah, how about yours? Um, right. So, you know, if you would think of one buzzword in security in the past, one year or two years, I think blockchains would probably be up there, right? And a lot of people have been talking about it, but they don't really understand what's going on. And the goal of the seminar is to tell not just, you know, developers and engineers and security practitioners, but also lawyers, also policymakers, investors, what really they should be looking for when somebody comes and talks to them about blockchain. So um, just like it mentioned, I've also like catered to this content around four, four main topics. So the first topic is definitely that of cryptocurrencies, right? Your Bitcoins and Ethereum and so on. What are the differences between these and what has been the what has been behind the rise of these cryptocurrencies? But the second thing is that you know people have been looking to use blockchains to for multiple applications. A lot of these applications can be you know completely uh, without any kind of trusted third party, and in some cases these applications are actually between some uh, trusted parties. So 
the notion of permissionless and permission uh, blockchains and how these things get implemented. So we'll have a couple of speakers who will talk about their experiences trying to use blockchains to solve their problems in the areas of identity or distributed identity, healthcare, fintech, and so on. The third thing that uh, we have been looking at is basically, you know, because of all this uh, money that people are putting into these areas, buying cryptocurrencies, putting them on exchanges, ICOs, which is sort of a new way of funding companies, there are a lot of legal problems that are caused because a lot of this is actually, you know, doesn't have any law which is backing it. Most of the um, sort of uh, standards and government policies and so on are not applied to this uh, area. So how do the governments and how do legal people see all this? And how can you make sure that people are not scammed, there is not uh, a lot of fraud and so on? And the last thing definitely is that, you know, the rise of cryptocurrency has also uh, sort of led to rise of new kinds of attacks, new kinds of, uh, you know, like ransomware is one of them, rigging of crypto hardware, whether it be wallets or exchanges and so on, or even the mining rigs. So how do cyber criminals use and see these cryptocurrencies as something that sort of, you know, pushes their agenda forward? So when, while we get excited about this technology, it is also important to keep in mind uh, how bad people can, you know, kind of use this and what it, it becomes another motivation for them to hack your systems. So these are the four areas that I'd be covering in, in the um, seminar. Uh, sure, that's, that's great. And I, I got to take a step back for a second before we get into our next questions. The, the amount of time and energy that both of you have put into these seminars and the result is really incredible. I don't think I, I've seen a treatment of either of these topics that somebody who's spending a day and investing a day would get as much out of it as they're going to get out of the seminar. So really, really appreciate it. And, and Itai, I wanted to, to start with you and just ask, you know, you talked about uh, uh, a bunch of different areas of AI. You know, APAC is an amazing uh, place for the application of, uh, of AI and machine learning. Singapore in particular, they've been quite aggressive. And I'm just curious of the research that you've done and the sessions that you put together, what are you most excited about in this seminar? So definitely, everybody sees uh, uh, a lot of opportunities in artificial intelligence, and we all know that, that Singapore is a huge technology hub with a lot of opportunities to use this type of technology. One of the things that I'm very excited about, specifically the, uh, the artificial intelligence seminar, and I, I probably didn't make that point when I introduced it, is it's not just for the techies, okay? This is not just for people who want to develop applications uh, that, that use, utilize, or are going to have uh, uh, some connection to AI. A artificial intelligence has a lot of aspects, and that's what I try to also reach with this seminar. Some of them are legal aspects. Some of them are downright moral aspects. So, for example, uh, Dr. Uh, Richard Ford's uh, session is actually about do we want to use artificial intelligence? Do I understand uh, the moral issues with it, and he gives the example of minority reports of predictive crime, because that's what we talk about in security, right? Predictive, we want to stop it. Maybe artificial intelligence can help us stop certain things before they happen. But you get into questions there of, you know, do we use AI now, predictive technology, to punish a person, 
or a company or individual or organization before they actually do something? Is that right? Or do we use it to minimize the damage that's going to happen? What happens if the decision that the system made was wrong? How do we make sure of that? So there, there's a lot of questions here. And we also have to keep in mind, you know, we're talking, this is a security conference. So we're talking about the security element of it. But this applies to all of us, regardless, in our daily lives. I mean, you can read articles today that start discussing, hey, uh, uh, cars that drive themselves, when they have the choice, are they going to hit a pedestrian uh, or, or crash the car? So there's a there's a moral issue here as well that we're going to to tackle and talk about. Of course, the other other um, uh, presentations are also extremely interesting. But I'm actually very looking forward to 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 seeing uh, uh, this discussion and how we utilize this new technology in a way that's human and humane. That is, I love how you frame that up and. I, just have a question for you before we, we move to blockchain. You know, that, that aspect that you brought up around the morality of AI, and you also talked about when you described the seminar, the legal aspects of the application of AI. And, you know, usually we think about, in a way, morality being codified into laws at some point, right, in, in one form or another. And I think this is something that we've struggled with uh, all over the world, certainly in the U.S., are you seeing any progress on countries sort of codifying laws that really govern those moral aspects of the application of AI? Or do you think it's more going to be you know, just sort of society naturally punishing those people that are using it appropriately or not? And I'm so fascinated by that because it's such a – it's such a weird one. We're so early to actually kind of codify what do we mean by the morality of it. And that's a great question. And unfortunately, we see this again and again. Technology is much faster than lawmakers. And, uh, and, and sometimes you see actually philosophers talk about these issues even before the technology comes. And we see this in books uh, that you could have read about these issues, you know, decades ago almost. The laws are almost the last ones to come. I mean, look at this. We're in 2018, and we just have GDPR. How long have we been tackling this issue of privacy and ideas of, hey, sometimes I want to be forgotten or uh, I want to know where my information goes? Good point. That's, there's a lot, that's a lot of years behind us where this problem started. Um, no, I, I actually, I'm personally not aware of any laws that talk about this because we're, so try, we're still trying to catch up with with you know 1990 and 2000 problems, uh, and this is going to be you know while talking about it, this is going to be one of those major major issues for humanity in general. Uh, they're talking about this as something equivalent to the industrial revolution. So the sooner we get on it, the better. But no, I, I, I think your point as to you know we will catch up uh, a little bit later is is where we're at right now. Oh, this is going to be so fascinating to see how this plays out. And, and Sarab, let me ask you about um, about the application of blockchain. You know, I think this cryptocurrency craze has has hit everywhere, every every country. You, know, you talk right. to um, uh, folks. You know, I, I met a guy in a in a taxi uh, a couple of weeks ago. Who uh, you know, basically put his life savings into Bitcoin, and right? so we think right. about 
blockchain and we think about cryptocurrency as kind of almost an application test case of it, at least that's how I think about it, where where do you see this going? And, you know, if you look at what you've put together for this day and this seminar, mm -hmm. what is it that you're most excited about exploring? Right. I, so I think I'm excited about all the talks. I think we have a fantastic lineup of speakers. But, you know, I think my experience has been more in the technological side of things, be it, you know, applications or be it uh, the side of cyber criminals. Uh, the talk that I'm really excited about, you know, learning the most from is about the legal frameworks on these uh, kinds of concepts of blockchains and cryptocurrencies and so on. In particular, if you think of a place like uh, Asia Pacific in Japan, right, the adoption and enthusiasm for cryptocurrencies and blockchains and ICOs there is, I think, to some degree even higher than what you see here in Western countries. But the problem is that you have a lot more fraud and hacking and so on going on. The standards of how secure should exchanges be and so on is not that high. So what happens when uh, an exchange gets hacked? Or what happens when an ICO that you were very excited about and put your life's money into it turns out to be a fraud and you know people just run away with your money? What is it that you know our traditional law, our civil law can do uh, around that? That's something that really excites me. One of the things that actually is an interesting problem is that uh, every single thing that you put on a blockchain is immutable. But let's say you have to correct uh, a certain transaction because you, it turned out that this transaction was a fraudulent one. How do you actually reverse that transaction blockchain? And can the law actually force whoever is maintaining these coins and these blockchain projects to sort of revert the state of the, uh, state of the system? And is it even possible in blockchain? So these kinds of questions as you know, questions that I never asked um, before, and in some of the talks we're going to explore some of these um, ideas, and I think that's the stuff I am most excited about. That's great. I love that you guys have built these seminars against um, against these holistic audiences, but also as as you just indicated, Sarab, you know, these are the questions you're asking yourself. <laughs> these are mm -hmm. these are the issues you're running into in your daily job. These are the questions you're having to solve as you're interacting with different folks from within your organization. So I'm going to start with you, Sarab, and then Ete, direct the same question to you. Um, at RSA Conference, we, we're all about applicability. We're about um, teaching something that our attendees can then go and, and really apply in their job, either directly through you know, what their responsibilities are or through conversations they need to have with others within the organization or um, maybe partners they work with or, or whatever. We really do want what is presented to be action-oriented. So if you had to bubble things up for me to, you know, one big overarching, well, I'll give you two or three big overarching, don't forget this, this is going to change how you do your job. When people leave your seminars, what do you want those big thought bubbles to be over their head? Um, yeah, so one thing I would say is, you know, anybody who is in the security industry would invariably have had this question come up to them in the past one year. What is your company doing about blockchains, right? And sure. the one thing that I want uh, some of those guys to take from these seminars is that it's okay to say that we are not doing anything with blockchains because it doesn't apply to our use case. So learning when is blockchain a good solution for your problem and when it's not, 
is something that I hope that a lot of uh, the audience uh, get get from the seminar. The other thing is that if you're somebody again who is trying or planning to invest in an ICO or a cryptocurrency, and if you're buying something, what kind of things you need to look for? How do you make sure you, that you don't, you know, fool yourself into any kind of bad investment? And if you do, what kind of resources you have? So that those are the two things that I think um, I would probably want my audience to get out of this. Very nice. Yeah, these are both these are both silver bullet words. So, um, Ete, how about how about yours? What what what's the thought bubble over your audience? Uh, so, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, um, you know, we're talking about actionable, but first, let's let's burst the bubble of AI is going to fix everything, and it's 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 going to be, you know, the silver bullet for all security issues, regardless of of which part of the you know incident response security operations I'm in it's it's not it like any technology it's it's another thing that helps us but people need to start also looking and what I wanted to get out of this is the the questions or the approach that now they need to talk about when they talk to uh, vendors or when they talk internally as to how is this going to help us um, and and you know what are the things that we should be looking at that it might not do um, that's one element. The other element, uh, and that's for um, the kind of the threat hunting audience, is how are adversaries, regardless if they are they are cyber criminals, uh, uh, you know, or, or different groups that are out there, how are they starting to utilize this technology? What then should we be looking for? And I can only assume we're going to very soon start seeing companies, just as we've seen with security, where we went from. Uh, defense to offense to now we have a wave of uh, uh, different uh, honeypots and deception. So how can we use different technologies to identify attacks that are based on, on these capabilities? And I also really like Saab's uh, point about, you know, it, it's okay to say uh, it, this is not blockchain for us or it doesn't help us. Not every if-else statement in the software is artificial intelligence now. So I just want everybody to, to know what, what it is because we, we're using this, we hear this uh, word being used a lot. So let's actually understand what it is and where uh, it, it can also fail. So thinking about those different points. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. And let, let, me, let me ask both of you just a, a wrap-up question around these seminars. Like I said, you know, I think that the approach you've taken is, is really holistic. You've got a lot of different elements, the good, the bad, and in some cases the ugly. And I think, um, you know, you tied the, the point that you made or, or the phrasing that you had about bursting the bubble uh, on AI, I think, is a, is a really interesting one. And this is a question more around preparation. So as folks are uh, expecting to attend these seminars as they're, you know, kind of prepping for this, what do they need to come in with? Like, you know, if you just kind of go back in your mind and how you've designed this seminar, what do you think the right background is in terms of self-education, reading, for people to be able to really absorb what you've put together for them? Or can they just show up with curiosity and you've sort of architected it in a way that you'll take them from curiosity to actually and understanding the different elements of this? 
And Sorb, let, let, let me start with you on this. What, what, what do you think? What's, what's a good background for somebody coming into this seminar? Um, I think we have made sure that, you know, any person who might have just heard the term Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies and stuff can still come into the seminar and spend some time in the beginning of the seminar trying to go into the key concepts and trying to talk about how does really Bitcoin work, what is this consensus, and what is this proof of work, and all that kind of stuff. So I think it would be okay for somebody who doesn't have a lot of background but has interest, curiosity, um, can, can show up and actually get the most out of the seminar. Okay, fantastic. And Itai, what, what about you? What did you What did you have in mind for for those folks as the seminar opens in terms of their background? So the way I designed the seminar is um, to to take people from almost zero knowledge uh, to to the point of starting to ask very good questions, whether it's internally or to vendors. So we will cover all the basics, the concept uh, uh, of artificial intelligence. What I think would be a good preparation is just to kind of refresh and say, take a look at internally at the organization and say, where do I think, at least for now, before the seminar, where do I think AI can help me here? What are my some of the things that I'm having trouble with where some form of automation that's able to do more than just automation uh, uh, can assist me? The point of, 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 the, of the seminar itself uh, is, is to kind of, get everybody on the same line of, of now we understand what AI is and then look at different elements of it. Um, you know, if you come in with zero knowledge, that's fine. I hope that by the end of it, you'll, you'll come out and you'll say something like, I don't know, I don't know, Asimov was right, and iRobot, which was written almost 70 years ago, uh, <laughs> kind of talks about these things, and maybe we should read some old books about that and, and start thinking about, uh, you know, how, how we use this technology uh, uh, or, or, met, or not just use but also monitor it to do what we want it to do. Super. Well, these are both um, – these are going to be fantastic. It's going to be hard for me to decide between the two of them where I want to be. I'll have to just clone myself and bounce back and forth. Or Hugh and I – Hugh, maybe you and I can divide and conquer. Um, I, I really, again, appreciate the work that's gone into this. I know that you've both um, interacted with your speakers. You've reviewed decks. Um, there are additional revs of decks going on. It, it really is a very carefully, thoughtfully curated experience for our attendees so that they can you know, really ultimately have that impact within their organizations and, and come to truly understand uh, these technologies. Certainly, we've got sessions across conference um, that are going to be dealing with both of these topics that are scattered throughout the tracks. And then, um, Hugh, I'm going to give away one of your secrets here, only for our podcast listeners. So this is a secret. But the Hugh Exclusive Thompson Show. Preview. Exactly. Exactly. Don't tell anyone. This is not for tweeting. Um, just kidding. But uh, Hugh Thompson Show again will be closing APJ and it will have a focus on artificial intelligence. I'm not going to give away any of the special guests yet, but I will say you aren't going to want to miss it because it's going to be um, highly applicable and very entertaining. So we'll leave it at that, but we'll have that AI focus to end the show too to, to really leave our attendees with, you know, the sky's the limit and the future is really being changed heavily by both of these technologies. Um, so thank you both for joining us. We'd love to have you back in a couple months to talk about, you know, what's changed in these areas. What are some of the highlights from your seminars? Because we do know 
these are both formative technologies um, really for the coming years across how business is done. Um, so thank you both for being here. And preemptively, I'm assuming you'll join us in a few months too so we can continue the conversation. Definitely. Thank hey, you. Thanks a lot.